Hi everyone, thank you for tuning in to the first episode of the Dear Future Husband podcast. I hope you're all well and safe. Thank you to everyone that listened to the intro of the podcast to find out what it's all about. I really do appreciate all the feedback given. So it's been a heavy and exhausting two weeks of topics around racism, inequality and racial injustice, particularly around the death of George Floyd. May his soul rest in peace. So we'll be starting the podcast off on a much lighter note around the topic of dating. So I hope you enjoy it. Um, If you're not already following us just yet, do follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Our handle is at DFH Talk. Thanks for listening. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining this week's episode of the Dear Future Husband podcast. So today I'm joined with my girls, Lorianne and Linda. Hi. Hey, thanks guys for joining me. What's happening? How are you? Yeah, week. I don't even know. I've lost count. Week nine, ten. Yeah, something <laughs> yeah. like that. Something like that. How's it going? How How are you getting on? Yeah, good. Kind of getting used to this. Kind of, I don't know, being indoors, FaceTiming people, Zoom calls, working yeah. from home. I'm over it though. I'm so. I feel like I feel like I'm over it, but at the same time, I'm not quite ready to like to come out. Yeah, like a 50 50, like you want to continue kind of having your own time to do what you want to do, but at the same time, you know that you want to get out there and be able to interact with the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I might be so, I might be socially awkward when we come out. No, (laughs) you'll be fine. I might be okay. I might just be socially awkward, like guys, I don't know how to do this anymore. Oh, I don't have to be with people. Anyway, so um, I guess so today's topic is around dating. But before we get into that, actually, let's talk about actually, how do we meet? Uh, we met working. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no, I remember oh, that. You know, like sometimes, you know, sometimes you meet people and like you're just like, you just don't really remember how you met. But I know. You know how we, we met. <laughs> we met working at Madison Swords. And I literally dragged you. I was recruited as a friend by force. <laughs> didn't even have a choice in the matter. <laughs> what do you mean you didn't have a choice? You had a choice. You could have been like, this girl's crazy. I don't want to be around her. So that's that. You chose to be here. Of course. Okay. Yes. I'm happy to be here. Right. You better be. Amen. <laughs> yeah. Why are you? <laughs> yeah, man. Preach. <clears throat> Rona. Preach it. <laughs> anyway, and then Lorianne, I met. It was randomly, but not random, because I had just moved into. <laughs> I had just moved into a hostel. Oh. And um, funnily enough, Charlotte's door was open, which I know now is not a normal thing because her favorite thing to say is, we don't live in a barn. Yeah. So. <laughs> Can you close my door? Do we live in a barn? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So her door was open, um, and I saw a friend from school. Really? Yes, my friend from school. I won't mention his name. Okay. Okay. And I was like, Oh, oh my god, god. What, what are you doing here? And I thought that she was with my friend, but it turns out it was 
um, her daughter's uncle. And um, so that's how we started talking. And oh, right, I'm with you. Okay, yeah, yeah. I've come back from Sainsbury's. Yeah, yeah and by this time, Lorianne was um, pregnant as well. Yeah, I was pregnant. Um, and yeah, so it was just like a, a, a random coincidence, but it wasn't random because actually, if that person wasn't there, it might not have opened the door for the relationship <laughs> to flourish the way that it Literally. did. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So because that person was there, a friend from school, you know, who I hadn't seen from years, and um, he was the he was the opening connection in terms of us having a con- connection. Because yeah. then after that, obviously he left, and we would start talking, and you know, we were basically living in the same house, mm. so. Um, it, you know, it opened up, and even our other friend that was across, across oh, from Charlotte, that <laughs> the, the house became a home basically after that point. It, it is, but also, um, what's like that place was the ghetto. It was. This <laughs> was the ghetto. We went through right. like that. That um, we went through hell. I went through hell. So basically, oh. the story is, I don't even know if I want to go there, but it's okay. We'll go there. So we were basically in. Is it a bed sit? It was a mother and baby unit. (laughs) (laughs) Hostel. Housing. (laughs) (gasps) Thank you, Lauren. Do you remember there was that um, girl that lived upstairs? She lived next door to me. You might not even remember her. Who didn't have a child. She was really awkward. No, the white girl, she didn't have a child. No. No, anyway, remember. one time she dropped me to the house. I remember because that oh. was a long road from the station to the house. No, I, I don't remember that. But I do. What I do remember is the time when they decided to do the works reconstruction. In the yeah, in a baby and mother unit, and wow. you've got dust everywhere, and then the dust was coming underneath the doors. It was even it was going horrible. on all the surfaces. It was horrible. So it was like one room, mm. and you had your bed, <laughs> your little corner. Little your, cooker. Yeah, your little cooker, your fridge, and that's it. And then they're drilling outside. And to be honest, this was the time when I had just so um leading up to me having my child, they decided that summer or whenever that they were gonna do renovation works. And I knew that it was gonna be an issue because obviously when babies are born, you want them to come home to a nice environment. You want them to have a decent amount of air to breathe. You don't want the air to be congested mm. with dust. Walking in and out of the house every time. Every time I open my room, there's dust. And they just really didn't care. On top of which, they would come and be starting their work at like 7.30, quarter to 8. And it's like, the baby hasn't slept. And he's just turned around to go and sleep. And you look out there drilling. And then just to add, sorry, because I just got a vent quickly. <laughs> Lord. When the work was done, did it even look any better than what it was before? Yes. Oh, no. So all of this disruption, my child's lungs could have been polluted. It was a mess. It and was... for what? It was so, it was a mess. But we, yeah, no, we... it was hard times. We went through, man. That place, I think we have we've got so, a lot of memories though. That these are the times where I think Lynn, do you remember like when we used to go out? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's fun times, but yeah, we made like some really good memories, especially like around our friendship. But had you not had 
that conversation with like your friend from um, school is, and this is why I feel like relationships are so important. It's like you just never know who you're going to kind of bump into yeah. as you stay connected. And we've been friends like me and Laurie now for like over what 14, 13, 14 years now. Yeah, about 13 years. Yeah, yeah. about 13 years. Like Lynn, I don't even know mm-hmm. how long I've, I've known you, but and it's even with that, it's weird because we now go to the same church, for instance, and that yeah. isn't how we started our friendship yeah you get what I'm saying it's funny but anyway so obviously dear future husband I'm I'm over this whole is also can I just say that it's been a heavy 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 week yeah with wow um the George Floyd case and the whole Black Lives Matter and everything like my heart's heavy you know Mm -hmm. and I don't I don't want to spend too much time talking about it but it's it's something that for me and I've never it's never hit me this deep mm. how how big this issue is but I thought this week I was really like wow like we are in 2020 we have kids we're having kids growing up in this like even raising a boy even in the UK yeah. for instance is a struggle like we have to do so much as a community as a black community and I'm just like something has to change man but whoo yeah it's been very overwhelming and I think just to see the constant like news updates and then you've got the riots and then you just you're not seeing the justice that you know is like in plain sight it's very frustrating yeah see but yeah Um, it really is but gotta stay positive Mm -hmm. in the midst of it all Mm -hmm. on a lighter note Mm -hmm. I need a husband (laughs) Is that what this is about? <laughs> no. I'm going to say, is that what this is you about? Know, <laughs> you know, I had in my head, like, where will you marry? Where will you marry? <laughs> like, <laughs> do you know how annoying it is? When you're constantly, you're 30 plus, and people ask you, oh, so you're single. Oh, like, I'm tired. Don't ask me that question again. It, it's annoying mm. okay I will marry when I marry just leave me alone I do I do think there's a beauty in being single at this time personally before we get into like mm. finding partners life mm-hmm. partners I yeah. do want to say that I I think that there's a real beauty in being single especially at this phase in our lives because we have a deeper understanding of ourselves mm-hmm. so that we can bring something other than kind of the the normal kind of fairy tale versions yeah. of love to a relationship or a partnership because you have an understanding of who you are you have life experience behind you yeah. you're young you're vibrant but you're not an idiot mm. and you're not gonna just take any and anything yeah. like when we're young we're so easily infatuated and so easily blinded by yeah. small gestures mm-hmm. and we don't even know ourselves we don't know what our deal breakers are we don't know what our <laughs> core values are mm. so there's a beauty in being single for a time mm-hmm. you know I think before you and I find think... a, a life partner yeah honestly and I think it's just it's important to also just enjoy your singleness and it's not all the focus I hate this focus on having to get married or having to be with someone it's just enjoy being you enjoy finding yourself even in this process like enjoy just being alone if you can't be alone how can you yeah 
like how can you expect to want to be in the company or someone else like mm-hmm. you know it has to come and from- also marriage doesn't define you like mm-hmm. marriage is a status obviously it's a union of two people but it doesn't elevate you or make you better or worse like mm-hmm. there's married people who are crap people and there's married people who are good people but they were crap people before they got married and they were good people before they got married do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so I think like as women I'm just speaking for the singletons just quickly I think that as women we're pressured to thinking that we will find our self-worth and our destiny in a marriage when actually your self-worth you should find within yourself yourself. Mm -hmm. and your destiny and your journey should be valued before As you have the yeah. state of wife. Yeah. yeah. There's a danger in like putting so much pressure on a relationship. And if mm-hmm. it doesn't meet that expectation, like you can go in and feel disappointed. And mm-hmm. also everybody has different seasons. Do you know what I mean? It might be a certain person's season to get married, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean that it's another person's season to get married. It might be one person's season to sort out their career or travel or... So when people say, like, oh, where's your husband? When are you going to get married? Like, don't (laughs) feel... Like, as women, we shouldn't feel pressure Mm -hmm. um, to just go with what people say because sometimes you can put so much pressure on yourself and enter in something that's not even right for you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, Yeah. yeah, like... As Lorian was saying, like, it's all about living your life. And when the right person comes along, they will come along. And they do say, like, you usually find it when you're not looking for it, when you're happy within yourself, you're living your life, your best life. And then, you know, the Boaz will see the glow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> There's no, like, okay. you know, falling <laughs> no, over backwards. No, no, it doesn't have to be forced. Like, just let it happen. In God's time, it will happen. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what I think, but yeah. You said, preach, sister, preach. Come on now, come on now. <laughs> so before, like, obviously, so let's talk about dating. Like for me, I feel like date the dating life is hard. It's difficult. Let me not even lie. Like it's um, it's a lot of work, right? So I I'm just like when it comes to dating, I just find it so I find it exhausting. I mean, having to go on dates and then you've got questions, and it almost feels like it feels like it's become like an interview mm. <laughs> where I'm sitting down. <laughs> Laurie, I don't look at you like that. I'm gonna ask. Charlotte's been interviewing people. <laughs> hello, <laughs> hello. Twenty one questions. <laughs> Checklist. Checklist. <sighs> so like it's exhausting, but it's like these days how. And where do people meet people? Because for me, I feel like, especially, for example, like last year, I was busy working, like life was happening, etc. So I wasn't really out and about as as much as I wanted to. And then I thought to myself at the beginning of this year, I was like, do you know what? I hardly go out or it's for like a birthday or something or um I get people saying, oh, but maybe isn't there someone at church and things like that? And you're like, no, like, let's just stop with that. But then it's like, maybe not going to the right places. Maybe I'm not going out enough to the places I should be going out to kind of meet people and interact. Like, when that go out, how am I interacting with people, right? So I was just like, okay, maybe I need to try something different. So this year, I was really like, yep, I'm going to be out here 
<laughs> just kind of being, you know, available, like, hey, talk to that brother and be like, I- I'm here, single, sexy, and free. <laughs> I could be yours. But anyway, but um, that hasn't really happened. Obviously, Rona's happened and we're here. Mm. Okay. So how would you, for example, like if you're out, do, do you, how would you approach a guy? But there's, okay, there's a question before that. Would you Go approach on. a guy? Would you? Okay. I, mm, no, I, I wouldn't. And in what, it, in what situation? Like, is it like a social outing? Are you just talking about you see someone and then they catch your eye? Like, would you, in what, what do you mean? Just, just in general. So say, for example, you're out, you see a guy that you may be interested in. Would you approach him to show your interest? I I think that we approach guys in different ways. Yeah, maybe and like there's many signals and like yeah. contact and like there's little things you could do. There's a language. Yeah, without maybe being there's a non-verbal so language direct. that says you have the green light to come and talk yeah. to me. What if he doesn't get it? Then you try and make that green light because, more obvious. Mm, there's some some guys they they get a lot a lot of rejection. So imagine a guy having to come up to you, <laughs> knowing that possibly you may be like, "No, nah, sorry, I'm not." On but it. I think that's a lie. Sorry, sorry, Linda. Let yeah, me just interject quickly. I think it's a lie that guys been telling us. You know, guys been like, "Oh, do you know how hard it is?" La 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 la. Like I don't think it's a complete lie, but I think that it's like partially a lie. Because like me and Linda are saying, there is a non-verbal communication that happens. <laughs> you have like, you're not just going to go and talk to a random girl. If, you, if she's not even clocked to you, mm. you've clocked her. What? Yeah, sometimes it, it happens. Okay. Sometimes it happens. Yeah, in certain specific situations. Mm-hmm. But more times than, than not, and if their ego is big enough to t- carry their legs to go, <laughs> yeah. But more times than not, you will look at someone, catch them, look at you, look at them back, then go and make a move. At some point, if we're talking about in a confined space, like if you're at a bar or if you're in a rave, like it's not just, I know, before before quarantine times. Mm -hmm. But like, you're never just going to like randomly, and it's happened to me randomly. I've not even looked at someone. Sorry, side note. One time I was, I think I showed you this Charlotte. I was at the um, petrol station pumping my car, yeah. One guy, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the, what's the correct correct word to use these days. So I'll just say, came and approached me. Asked well, you you wanted to say church. I wanted to say church. <laughs> we were old school, man. Just say church. <laughs> One guy, and I tried it like, because Charlotte laughed at me for saying church. <laughs> So I didn't know. I'm I'm getting old now. Approach me. So one guy approached you up, man. He chats me at the petrol station. Yeah, my girl. But listen to this. This is this is where I think like there's some people that is like psycho, Mm -hmm. and we can come back to this topic. I gave him my number because I thought he was like a decent person. Do you know that later on in conversation he revealed to me that. He saw me drive into the petrol station. He liked me from in the petrol station and took a picture of me pumping up my car. This is before we had even spoken. Wow. 
and then proceeded to send me huh? said picture. If I find the picture, oh I'm send God. it to both of you. So it's me pumping, putting petrol. I wasn't even looking at him. Wow. That's weird. Creep. Ew. Yeah. But they're not normally like that. Normally they'll look at you first, catch you looking them at them, and then understand that they can approach. That's just random. Who does that? I'm telling oh, you. I'm telling you. Ew. Could you imagine? I was a little bit scared. Yeah, that's because he could have he could have followed you home. Yeah. No, that's weird. Okay. You know, so I think that guys do. It's not this like and I super think bravery. I'm quite old school. Like I feel like you should you should see what effort the guy makes to initiate contact. I don't know. Mm. I guess. Me personally, I'll just, I know you guys are probably going to be like, yeah, whatever, Charlotte, but I've never actually, I haven't approached the guy. I don't know what to say. I may. Sorry. <laughs> are you right? Yeah, yeah. Fine. She's checking to see if you're all right. Yeah, so you're right, Charlotte. Are you all right, Lynn? Okay, okay, let's move on. <laughs> we won't go there. On this episode. <laughs> Please, you have to be a liar. <laughs> oh, okay, no, we're moving on there still because I'm hot. <laughs> no, but, okay, I, but do I you think... guys know any girls that have approached a guy and like it's blossomed in something? Like, have you heard it? Blossomed. Any... I don't know about or, that. Like, I don't know, like people that are in relationships because the girl took the initiative. No. I've approached guys, but this is like back in the day, you know, mm-hmm. in my youth. So, like, you're, at 18... You talking about when you're using... I know, that's because my life is dry right now. I'm back, we're 2020, what is it? <laughs> it's because I'm just boring now. But, like, yeah, when I was younger, I definitely... I did it yeah. a couple times. But that's because I, you know... And the funny thing is, it does take a lot of courage, I'm not going to lie. Mm. But even still, like I said, before I chirped him, if you want to call it that... <laughs> I we had to establish a certain level of eye contact yeah. communication yeah. before I approach signals. Yeah. Yes, you know, for me to know that okay, I'm taking a risk, but chances are it's gonna play in my favor. Yeah, mm. but yeah. I wouldn't do it today. <laughs> no, That's a good no mm. I, I won't. I won't do it today. And okay, so Linda, you're coughing. It's all right. Don't worry. So I once. <laughs> <laughs> so I was parked up. I saw a nice, you know, strapping man. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> he was rather dashing. So, <laughs> all right. He was nice. So I thought, and I was with, I was with one of my friends as well. And then um I thought, okay. He's nice, but I can't actually. I want to try something new, but I can't actually go and approach him. I can't because there's the kids in the car. <laughs> 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 there are kids in the car, so my daughter's real woke. She'll be like, "What are you doing? <laughs> why are you putting no? Like, why are you talking to that man? You know?" So I was like, "Okay, so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna try and there was a bit of eye contact. He's walking past." He's walked up and down. I'm in the car with my girl and our kids are in the back. So I'm like, okay, how's this going to go down? Like, my heart's beating at this point. And I'm just like, I can't go and 
just talk to him just randomly like what am I gonna say so I, I had no idea what I was gonna say so I thought you know what um let me write my number on his car surely Jesus <laughs> surely that is very bold though Write is your it? Nu- write your number yeah. on his car. No, 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 not, not on his car. On, on the paper and put it on his car. Surely he's going to know it was me, right? Wow. Yeah, I know, but that's quite, that's that's quite bold. When I think about it, that's quite bold. It is bold, okay? And I'll tell you why. It's like I'm... you had the confidence that he would call you. Kind of. Mm. <laughs> I was taking, in your source, yeah. I was taking my Love shot. That. You know? Yeah. You shoot you. your shot. <laughs> so... Um, anyway, so I write my number down. Bearing in mind, I didn't even have a pen in the car, so I got my um, lip liner. Oh my god, <laughs> it's like a movie, isn't it? <laughs> got, my, got my lip liner and wrote my number down, mm-hmm. and when I left it on his car, okay, cool. So we've left. I'm like, whatever. I've got nothing to lose. I'm just gonna start up a new uh, conversation. If he calls, he calls. Cool. Anyway, so he called me. Or me- no, he messaged or call- no, he messaged me, and then he called me. So we're talking, but it's more like I was making the effort. And this is one thing that I'm like, I don't like that feeling where, as a female, I've approached you, so you now feel as the man like you have some upper hand, like you have control of the situation. He, he felt like he was like too like so good, like as in he didn't need to try. So he wasn't really making a lot of efforts. I was like, that's, I can't, that's I can't. the kind of thing that makes me want the guy to mm. and that's something that I can't do I'm just like no I'm always yeah. that does put women off like if yeah. you, you kind of feel like if you approach the guy he's then gonna think that he's too it's nice to relax. yeah exactly so that was like my first and last and I'm like I can't do that again mm. not me so and you know what sometimes they really do behave like that mm. you know like, like you they, you're that... too nice like they want you to be begging for them. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. What's that about? That's just lazy. Please relax. I'm sorry, it's not even about that. So anyway, so what are your thoughts on online dating? Uh <laughs> me personally, like I just it's not for me. I think it works for some people, but I just like to meet people in organic situations and I feel a bit more like things have changed because now you have apps and you know you can screen people and whatever you can check their backgrounds but mm. I just feel a bit more safe when I meet people so in sad. person yeah I get but, you so I like in an environment and then you can build from that sometimes I feel like the online stuff I haven't experienced it personally but like from friends and stuff like some people have met guys and then they'd suddenly go MIA. And then it's quite, I think the whole like mechanism of like swiping and you can chat to this one and you can chat to that one <laughs> is very superficial. So I just mm. feel like it's, I don't know. Some people have got married and stuff. So it, it does work for some people, but I just think that mechanism of swipe, swipe, like, oh, let me talk to this one. They look nice. Yeah. It's a bit superficial. It is. And I feel like building on that would be quite a challenge. Yeah. No, it is. So, um, I actually, so, guys, please, oh, this is a judgment-free Of course story. it's judgment-free. 
judgment free zone. So as I said, your girl was trying to be out here, like, hey, <laughs> hey, baby boo. <laughs> It ain't happened. <laughs> Coronavirus had other plans, yeah. So, but this is even before I thought, okay, if I'm not going to the right places, let me just try online data, right? Mm. Just for fun. Like, so it's widening options, really, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, in the times that we're in, really, it is, or you have people sliding into people's DMs. Mm like that some relationships do come out of that and it's yeah like, definitely cool. like i know people that have got married from like facebook when like you know plenty yeah. of fish and all them things there but for for me i was like no social uh, not social media sorry um online dating has never ever been my thing so i was like do you know what let me just let me just try try something once and i'm just like cool mm. anyway ladies ain't for me because the guys on dating apps i don't even know what it is i had one guy that was like Oh, so um <laughs> he, said, <laughs> he said, Oh, so are you so what kind of girl are you? Do you like um do, do you <laughs> do you have um big boobs or do you have a what? big front? Yeah. And then he was like, Oh, um, are you romantic? Do you like kissing? Sorry. Okay. <laughs> That's I was like, much. I can't. It was just, it was a lot. And then, and then was... imagine how many girls he's asking that question to. Do you it's know crazy. what I mean? It's quite disgusting. It, it is mm. disgusting. I was like, what a creep. And then, and then there was this other guy that was like, he, he's the one that liked my pictures, started yeah. conversation with me. And then he goes, and he's like, um, he's like, oh, do you know what? Um, I just realized I can't do short hair, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, shallow. I was like this is why dating apps aren't for me I just don't think that the person that I would (sighs) you know look for would Mm. be on a dating app yeah like if I'm looking at the characteristics of the type of person that I would want to be with Mm. I don't think if I imagine that man I don't imagine him being on a dating app yeah and when do they come off Exactly, and I and I think it's I don't think there's anything. There are some people out there that are quite genuine, and I think I just think it's rare to find them. You know, they've been taken up quickly, boy. They go on their day one, they snapped. I'm telling you, so (laughs) you're on their day ten. So let's just say it's it's, no. I I I came off. I was on there for like about two weeks, and I was like, nah, this ain't for me. And not even not even that. You know, we just think about like, okay, so say if we do meet someone, and um everything's going well like something has actually come out of it and you're introducing to the family and everyone's now asking oh so how did you guys meet best believe i'm making up the story (laughs) 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 because i can't now say to my mom (laughs) we met on the dating app because my mom would look at me and be like seriously (laughs) that's all you could do you 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 really went there I don't know. No, it's just. I don't know. I don't mind it so much. Like, I, I mean, I suppose, like you said, in it, it depends on your family and what, you know, what expectations and values and things have been in place from before. But I think that in the current age where we're living, like you said, like there's apps for everything, and mm-hmm. people are working, people are busy, people, busy. people are raising children, mm-hmm. and I think that those those of our parents who are of 
a different generation obviously may look at dating apps and see it as completely useless but actually when they start looking at it in kind of the modern world and how things are going they might at first take it as a shock but then just have to accept it because you are working you know you are Mm. doing a lot of different things and there isn't always that time Mm -hmm. for um dating organically Mm -hmm. you know so I mean I don't think my mum personally I don't think my mum or my grand would mind because they've gone from yeah I'm not allowed a boyfriend to where is your husband you know like there's just been a switch somewhere along my life Mm. I don't know at what age what time so you know you know because of the conditioning that we have we place women's values in the marriage so it's like "Hmm, you're getting I'm praying for you you know (laughs) So she, they won't mind. <laughs> Can you imagine? That's jokes. Um, all right. So ideal first dates. Do you know? I don't actually have a specific, specific like time. the shard or this or that. I would just like if I'm speaking to somebody, I would just want them to have thought of something nice that I would like. If that makes sense. So hmm. if like in our conversation maybe they learn that I like plays or something and then he'll be like oh mm-hmm. let's go theater or he like knows do you know what I mean like I like a certain artist or I don't know just something well thought of mm-hmm. that 100%. would be nice that would be really nice just something personalized you know that we could both enjoy yeah Personalized. Why are you laughing at me, Charlotte? <laughs> no, because you're like just you're just so. I know you're thinking of something in your head, um, <laughs> but then and then like, who should pay for the first date? Is it the man or the woman? This is a tricky one. I think How? it because it depends on. No, because Charlotte's looking at me funny. What I'm saying is like, if I don't think that we should go. I don't know, like, I'm 50-50. Part of me feels like I don't feel like you should go with the expectation. Oh, hear me out. Okay. I don't think you should go with the expectation that he has to pay. I think you should always go with your own money. Of course. Like, you're not going to go out broke pocket. But <laughs> yeah, I'm like... sorry. You're, you're paying. Like, <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> no, because some people will take it to the extreme. Like, I'm just no, not I've heard stories of some girls that don't like they move funny and they don't bring money or they excuse yeah themselves. like just like not bringing no that. money i would always the... offer but i just think it's yeah but that's what i'm saying it's like a it's like a cover the first uh, date it's a very good impression do you know what? it's a duality because you want to is... offer but you he better say no mm. yeah like that's you want to be like shall we go <laughs> don't even finish the sentence yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean like he should be like he should look at you pretending to rustle your, your purse, and then he's like put that away yeah 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 <laughs> do you know what I mean do you know what I'm saying because if you yeah, for example like that that's always the trick but it's it's I feel like it's the girls that you work out with no money you will tr- now come and dictate to the man and say you want to go to the shard for your first date nah. or he should take you to some some place first day you're going on holiday or you're going somewhere please and yeah, you when I you think come, when you're when girls have demands like expensive, expensive places, I think that's different. Mm. Like if and if, and if you do take have you to like a restaurant and the bill is a hundred pound, like be reasonable. And if, 
if you do have that, do you understand? I think you should be prepared. For example, if I decide and I choose that I would, I really would like to go to this restaurant or this place or wherever we're going and it's an expensive place. In my mind, I'm thinking I need to make sure that I can pay my part. Mm. Sometimes you never imagine. Okay, what if you went on a date and for whatever reason, a genuine reason, like the guy's car didn't work? <laughs> yeah, that happened to me. But I think the guy. And was it lying. happened to me. You what? Well. That happened to me. But I think the guy was lying. Like he said something so like his bank card, he lost it, or yeah, and he I, said he I had got it the first lunch date, and that put How? me off. First, that was the last of my case. I was younger and I was a bit more patient then. But how first and last? So you go to the restaurant, you eat, and then eat, and then when the bill comes, and the thing is, it wasn't even that much money. It wasn't even that much money, but he started making some funny movements. Tap tap tap. Wallet. I don't know where the wallet was or whatever. Oh, I forgot my bank card or something. Some silly story, and I, I was just vexed. Oh, yeah. I was just, I'm, I'm and I just looked her. at the person different from them, but I just gave them the benefit of the doubt. I was like, Do you know what? Don't jump to conclusions. They could have genuinely had an issue with the bank card. Don't be so cynical. But mm. no, but Linda, you can tell, man. Yeah, that do you know what? You can I, tell I, I because think, I think I knew, but you just <laughs> don't know. Sometimes you need to even for your own sanity, just yeah, because after that, it just went downhill anyway. Nah, for me, I was like, when he was like pretending to look for his bank card, I don't know. I was like, is this? (laughs) You know, you're like, is this really happening? I I was like, huh? Like he's pretending to look. You have to make with somebody. Could you imagine? And then never again. Comfortable with people. So if that's what they do on the first day, imagine what is coming. Wow. Nothing is coming. Next will be, oh, could you lend me 10k? 10k? <laughs> no. But what if a guy yeah. asks you like for money early on? Well, it it really, I think it really does was... depend. Charlotte's saying whoa, but I think it depends. Like I don't think we can put like a blank. What if like nothing's been everything. established? Like, it no, it, it's a no. Like, what do you mean? How much? How much money we talking? Yeah, how, like what we talking? The thing is, you need to. Ha- do you trust this person? Yeah. Like, surely, if you've only just met them, you don't trust them. Like, you're not just going to be giving your money just like that. Not. Yeah, I don't know. Like, so, and I think at that stage, stage okay to like. I think at that stage, if you're gonna, if they lend, ask you to lend money, just give the money. Like, if depending on what the situation is, mm. is what I'm saying. Like, obviously, if it's like a serious situation or a life-threatening situation. And it's within your means, mm-hmm. and you want to help. I don't think it's a bad thing, mm. but don't expect that money back because then That's, you they never... do say that when you learn money, don't expect don't expect it, it back. Yeah. yeah, do you understand? So if I say I'm gonna give you two hundred pound, like I'm not, in my head, I'm just like, do you know what? As in that money's gone. I'm and not. If I don't it. have it, I'm not giving. Like I've, I remember I lent that girl money. Oh my god. Anyway, we don't even talk about that. Yes. You lend someone money and then they <laughs> they ignore you mm-hmm. and fully will look at you in your face and you bump into them in Asda and they look at you. Oh no, it's it's painful. But you just have to let it go. Yeah. Like you yeah. took the money, whatever. I really hope you're better off with it. Cool. Yeah, yeah. but you got to be careful because I think. In the beginning of a relationship or getting to know someone, you don't want to set a precedent mm. where they feel like they could just be asking you for money. That's the thing. 
especially if they're not like if if there hasn't been foundations laid and I think like with every new relationship whether it's like a friendship or um a you know romantic relationship you want to set good foundations so key man Hi guys, so thanks for listening to episode one and that was part one and I think we only just about scratched the surface on the topic of dating. I think we can go into so many different conversations when it comes to the topic but you know so do join us next week for part two as we dive into a few more other different scenarios that we've been in. Um, if you haven't done so already, do follow us on social media. We are on Instagram and Twitter at dfh talk that's at dfh talk would love to hear from you so do dm us send us your stories as well share your stories don't be shy we're all learning um but yeah we'd love to hear from you and we look forward to you joining us for next week for part two on dating thank you and have a blessed week